Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992-800-413-6992-800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Now on the tee. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Hey there, and welcome to another edition of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor alongside Bob Casper, and uh, we are certainly grateful to be with you in uh, this month of December, winding down year of 2020. In fact, the PGA Tour has played its final full field event of the calendar year, and we'll see them next in Hawaii for the season uh, opener. The winners only, typically, but a few extras sprinkled in because of the COVID situation for the 2020 season. So we will... uh, I'll recap that a little bit. U.S. Women's Open going on this week in Texas, uh, which is great to have a major championship being played in the month of December. Uh, Caddy's going to, oh, excuse me, before Caddy, should mention Karen Stupples, who is the 2004 Women's British Open champion. She does a lot of work for Golf Channel. She's a good friend of the show, and she's going to stop by and visit with us and give us an update uh, from Houston on how things are going at the U.S. Women's Open. Also, uh, the Caddy will be by as well to chat with us. And Bob, we got to continue our 2020 top stories of the year. Last uh, week, we had a uh, kind of focused mostly on Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy, of course, because of the comments uh, that were uh, made about him, and then the schedule reschedule. Uh, the schedule reschedule and Dustin Johnson certainly were the top two stories of 2020. Yeah, Dustin Johnson and COVID, no doubt about it, are the top two stories as far as the whole year is concerned. Dustin Johnson coming back off of the COVID break, you know, winning a winning a golf tournament and then not playing extremely well, getting COVID himself. But um, but the most important thing, winning the Masters and what that did for him as far as the world number one, extending that that opening against the rest of the the world in golf and uh, getting his second major championship and then. Um, You know, just that we were able to even get a year of golf in this year um, with major championships, missing an open championship. Uh, I think we have to be grateful that we were still able to see golf 
and watch golf played and still get three major championships in and see a lot of new winners on the PGA Tour. There's no question about it. There's a lot of crazy stuff in college football right now and some questioning, you know, should the Pac-12, for instance, uh, which we follow, uh, should, should it have even started, you know, because it started so late and you've got teams that have played three and four games where the rest of the country's played nine or 12 or what have you. I, I think it's, it's good to get out and play and I think when you see how challenging it's been in other sports, it just goes to show how fortunate golf is to be sort of naturally socially distanced yep. as well yep. as the good job that they did to maintain the bubble as much as possible around those players. All right, we'll talk about all that. We're just getting started. Thanks for joining us as we wrap up the final shows of 2020. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. In golf, we love the way technology helps us better enjoy the game. The same goes for our other pursuits. If fly fishing is one of those, let me introduce you to the River Quiver. Fly fishing is about the journey, moving from spot to spot until you land that fish you've been looking for all day. Well, what do you do with your rod? Break it down, hang it out the back window? You're not going to let it roll around in the back of your truck. Just slide it in your River Quiver, fully assembled and ready to fish. This premium rooftop fly rod holder is designed to protect your rod and give you more time on the water to catch more fish. Locked, loaded. Ready to fish. Find your river quiver at riversmith.com. To be the number one irons in golf for five consecutive years and counting, Callaway can't stop pushing the limits. That's why they've used artificial intelligence to create the new Maverick irons. AI has uniquely engineered a flash face cup in every Maverick iron to maximize distance throughout your entire set, while each club's center of gravity is precisely positioned to optimize launch. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Get new distance at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one irons in golf. How did we create our most advanced tour ball ever? We invested and built one of the most advanced golf ball facilities in the world. Inside and out, we've re-engineered every aspect of ChromeSoft to create our fastest, highest quality, and most consistent tour ball ever. A new era of innovation has built a ball for total performance. The new ChromeSoft. This ball changes everything. From the brand that sells over 2 million backpacks per year, OGO's new Fuse Stand Bag will have you feeling as fresh on the 17th hole as you did on the second. Integrating industry-leading strap technology, OGO's Fuse Stand Bag is the perfect companion for the walking golfer. With wide and dense padding and the self-leveling fit disc technology, the Fuse delivers unparalleled walkability. This season, make sure your stand bag is as light as Fuse. Learn more about the best bags in golf at OGO.com slash golf. Those who know love heading to St. George, Utah for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What if there was a Scottsdale-style golf resort in St. George where you can stay and play? And what if you could own your own residence there? Well, now there is. Introducing Black Desert Resort at Entrada. The second and final chapter of the Entrada Vision offers a full community with exceptional amenities from residential villages, hiking trails through preserved lava flows, spa, world-class dining and shopping, and a Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course. It's literally an outdoor paradise that will strengthen family bonds and make lifelong memories. That's life at Black Desert. Find out how you can stake your claim at blackdesertresort.com blackdesertresort.com exclusive real estate opportunities are available now black desert resort at entrada unlike anything you've experienced before 
Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. Welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Follow us on Twitter at Real Golf. Download and subscribe at your favorite podcaster site. And, uh, hey, big shout-out, our good friends at Sports Byline USA out of San Francisco, who's been taking care of our syndication for the last over 10 years, has a new channel for us on SiriusXM. We've been on several channels. Uh, we mm-hmm. pioneered the PGA Tour uh, channel uh, way back in 2005. Bob and I were on the first broadcast live from the U.S. Open with Peter Kessler uh, in Pinehurst, North Carolina, which mm-hmm. was pretty cool. That's a great right. memory. He called me uh, Brian Catrick for the first day every time, uh, and I didn't even know who Brian Catrick was. Well, we all know who Brian Catrick right. is now. Catrick uh, yeah. doing a great job uh, and continues on PGA Tour Network. And then we spent some time on a uh, couple other channels. Most recently, we've been on the Dan Patrick channel, and now pleased to join on Sirius 217, XM203, and online 967. So Sirius 217, XM203, and online 967. For those of you who are listening on the Sirius XM platform, thanks for tuning in. And uh, check us out on Twitter, at Real Golf. As I said, find out more about the show and join us every Saturday morning, 8 to 10 Eastern, 5 to 7 Pacific, as we talk golf with you here in our 21st year uh, talking golf. So really uh, thrilled to continue to expand our distribution and uh, welcome in more listeners here to Real Golf Radio. So if you're a golf fan, it's a great place to be. And by the way, our show for the last five or six years has been brought to you by Callaway Golf. We sure appreciate them and their sponsorship. Great company with some innovative products. Really have, has changed my game. Has uh, taken me from, uh, since we began with uh, Callaway, I think I was about a five handicap. And I've gotten all the way down to plus categories at times, although I do not think that handicap travels very well. Just putting that disclaimer. <laughs> nevertheless, 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 I I have improved, and I did beat Bob for the first time this year. Dropped a little sixty-seven on his butt. Yes, How about that? Oh. The very first time. Yeah. So it's been twenty years. I got to get one right. Uh, yeah, speaking so maybe of maybe in twenty more, you'll be able to get another. <laughs> Are you still playing golf in twenty years, Bob? You I probably see, still will be. We probably won't be playing the same tees, though. That's the difference. No, I'll be 80 by then. <laughs> uh, speaking of Callaway, uh, we appreciate their sponsorship. Go to CallawayGolf.com slash gift-guide or just go to CallawayGolf.com. It's right on the front page. Popular gift ideas. Uh, it's not too late. They've got gifts under $100. Uh, they've got it broken down into different categories. Gifts under $300 and on and on under 500 You know, hey, how far do you want to go along with top-rated gifts? So Here's the gifts under a hundred bucks, Bob. Uh, how about a, a dozen golf balls? Yeah, they're marked down. The the Chrome Soft uh, Triple Track golf balls are marked down from forty seven ninety nine to thirty nine ninety nine. Uh, and and by the way, uh, you can get free customization for the holidays through CallawayGolf.com. Like uh, how about a, a nice little player's towel? I actually, it's an Odyssey and a Callaway player's towel. It's been one of my favorites. It's been on my bag for years. Um, and then under, the under three hundred. Let me give you this choice, Bob. If someone was to buy you a new a new cart or stand bag, a new putter, or a new wedge, custom wedge, what would you go with on those three options? All under three hundred bucks. Wow. Um, I don't know. Maybe the golf bag. Yeah, having a new. I, I'm due for a new golf bag. Yeah. I like the golf bag. All stand right. bag. All right, you're going for the, you're going for the stand bag. Uh, you can check that out at callawaygolf.com and uh, the gifts uh, are all there and make it easy for you. Just click. Make your holiday morning perfect. 
uh, for the golfer on your list. All right, last week, Bob, uh, it was the final full-field event of 2020. Victor Hovland continuing to show that this young class of uh, up-and-coming players is here to stay and here to dominate. Win number two already in his young career. Yeah, he uh, he won in Puerto Rico in the 2020 season and then turns around uh, late of tw- late part of 2020 uh, which is actually the wraparound season for 2021 and wins there at Mayakoba. Uh, interesting thing is that he made a 30-foot putt in Puerto Rico to get his first win on the final hole for birdie, and he made a 10-12-footer last week on the final hole for birdie to get his second win. So um, the other in the other really interesting thing is the three guys that kind kind of all came out together: Colin Morikawa, him, Victor Hovland, and um, oh shoot, Matt Wolf. Matt Wolf. Yeah. That's the other one. Um, they all came out together. All those guys have won a golf tournament on the PGA Tour and uh, really kind of are, are bringing the young guns along, so to speak. Well, and I was going to mention, think about the clutch putts that all of those guys have made. Yeah. yeah. I mean, earlier this year, Colin Morikawa, we're going to talk about him in just a little bit, but how about how clutch was the putt at Muirfield in the workday? This was the week. Remember, yep. they did the two for there at Jack's place. Yep. And after Justin Thomas dropped a 50-foot-plus bomb right on him in that first playoff hole, he rolls in about, a, what was it, close to a 20-footer yep. to, to extend yep. it. I mean, that is some ice water. And then Matthew Wolf, he comes up when he got his win, and and he, uh, after Bryson he had made eagle, eagle, yeah, then he yep. chips in for eagle. I mean, that's some clutch stuff by some young players. I, the thing that I see the difference of, and I do think this is a product of Tiger Woods, these kids growing up watching Tiger not be afraid, is guys are not afraid when they come out here to win. There's no break-in period. There's no warm-up. There's no getting comfortable. It's like, I got my card, I'm a freaking great player, and I'm going to go win this golf tournament. Well, I think the the belief system and and everything is – is so much higher. Um, the bar has been so much higher set with since Tiger Woods, and and all these guys believe and know that they can come out, they can compete, and they can win on the PGA Tour, and and they're ready for it. You know, you think about how they they played up through the ranks of junior golf and and uh, college golf, and and uh, a lot of them through the Corn Ferry Tour and and onto the PGA Tour. And when those guys get opportunities to win, they go about it and they get it done. Pretty impressive stuff. 23 years, two months, 18 days. The youngest tour winner since Sanjay Eam won the Honda Classic before the shutdown uh, in early 2020. Also interesting to note, he's just the fifth European player since 1945 with multiple PGA Tour victories before the age of 24. You're talking about the likes of Rory McIlroy, Seve Ballesteros, Sergio Garcia, and John Rahm. So, I mean, that's a pretty strong group of European players. Watch out for Victor Hovland, huh? Yeah, Victor Hovland also won the U.S. Amateur, um, and he played on the team at Oklahoma State with um, Matt w- with Wolf. So um, those two guys came out together from the same school, and then you've got uh, uh, Colin Morikawa that came out from Cal Berkeley. So those those guys... Uh, have played some great golf, and it's they're fun to watch, no doubt. Yeah, so U.S. Women's Open also going on this week. Karen Stupples will give us an update on that coming up on the back nine, hour number two. Uh, we've got just a couple of minutes here before we got to take a break, but I, I want to start the conversation, and then we'll continue this going into uh, the next segment, and then I want to get the caddy to weigh in on this as well. And this is nothing new. We talked a lot about this coming out of Wingfoot. Mm-hmm. But Bryson DeChambeau, again, talking top t- uh, stories of 2020, we mentioned 
mentioned DJ Rory and the schedule uh, from uh, last week in the show. Uh, let's start with Bryson because Bryson certainly was one of the largest story. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> okay, I didn't mean to go there. I, I honestly, that was not a. Come on, I'm not going Bison on us here. But Bryson used the quarantine time to change his body. He comes out. He wins the Rocket Mortgage Classic, dominates at Wingfoot, declares his own par for the Masters, among other pre-tournament claims. And he starts working on putting a 48-inch driver in play and then accelerating the distance debate along with his swings and his ball speeds. Um, you know, those are accelerating, but the distance debate continues to accelerate and brings it to the forefront. So, Bob, there's been a lot of guys that have come out and have been long on tour. But mm. when Bryson suddenly gains 30 pounds and declares what he's going to do and that he's going to change the game. And then he comes out and does it. And not only does he hit it long, but he's hitting it with some tremendous accuracy. Yes. When you see that, it starts to turn everything on its ear, and that's what happened. Well, and that's what everybody was talking about, especially leading into the Masters. You know, you mentioned that he declared his own part, Augusta. He declared his own part 67, uh, and that's pretty crazy. When Tiger, in his heyday, you know, when he wins the Masters running away from everybody, you know, everybody says his part, Augusta National, is 68. Well, Bryson uh, declared his part 67, so he tried to one-up Tiger a little bit. But seven victories on the PGA Tour. He's won once in Europe. Um, he, he won the U.S. Open this year. Um, and get this. What, he's only been on tour maybe four or five years, and he's already at $20 million in official prize money mm-hmm. or earnings on the PGA Tour. And, uh, wow, it's it's pretty crazy what he's been able to do so far in his short career on the PGA Tour. Yeah, we want to talk more about that. We'll get into his results from 2020 and 2021. The last 12 months have been very good for Bryson DeChambeau. We will hit that coming up next, and then we're going to welcome in America's favorite caddy and have him weigh in on that as well. As we continue, thanks for joining us. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you right here on Real Golf Radio. Hotel Park City, along with the spa and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, are open. Parents were tired, forced into homeschooling, juggling work at home and kids at home. Well, take a staycation and escape to Hotel Park City. The pool's open, fitness center, bandanas grill, Ruth's Chris, the spa, and the golf course. From suites and the cottages that offer private hot tubs on the balcony and three fireplaces, you got to get away. To Hotel Park City, call 435 940 5077. That's 435-940-5077 for reservations today. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried and Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. 
You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools? They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you here in this uh, December day, 12-12. Always fun when the the numerical things line up, at least for, I don't know, weird guys like Mm -hmm. me that keep track of that sort of thing. Uh, But again, holiday gift guide available at CallawayGolf.com and uh, would definitely encourage you to check out OdysseyGolf.com. The Toulon Garage is a good place to go. Get a gift card and give an experience for the golfer on your list to custom build a putter for himself mm. or herself. That would be quite the amazing experience. You can check that at odysseygolf.com. The Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. All right, we're talking about Bryce DeChambeau. Um, let's, let's go through the numbers here, Bob. And, and really, it comes down to results. You can, you can boost yourself up. You can do all kinds of things. You can make all sorts of claims. But what, what is it when you actually tee it up? And the great thing about golf is the numbers stack up. They don't lie. They tell, they tell a big part of the story. So in 20 events over the last 12 months, I'm taking the 2020 season and the 21 season so far, um, through 20 events in 12 months, he has two wins and 11 top tens. Yep. That's pretty good. And those have all come since the COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, he tied for major championship play. Okay. We take it a step further. That's the biggest magnifying glass tied for fourth of the PGA won the U S open and then tied for 34th at the masters. Yeah, so in the fourth in the PGA championship was his cracking the top 10 for the first time ever in a major championship for him. Mm, all right. Okay. Great stat. I had either forgotten or overlooked that. So, um, and Tony played with him that, that week. It was fun to talk to That's Tony correct. about it afterwards. Tony Fino. Yep. He said, he said he just kind of got used to all his antics, but the, the way he pumped himself up, he said it was, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. It probably wouldn't be so noticeable if fans were around and that you couldn't, it wasn't so quiet to where you could hear him just, you know, gearing up, breathing and all that type I, I of can't stuff. Wait, I can't wait till fans get around because when he starts <laughs> doing that stuff, everybody's going to, he's going to be, they're going to go right with him, right? Him up. They're going to be going right along with him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're probably right. You're probably right. Uh, all right. So let's talk about a couple other things. 
for the 2020 and 2021 season so far, he leads in strokes gained off the tee. All right? So whatever, whatever he's doing is working. He leads strokes game off the tee for yes. both last season and this season so far. For 2020, he's sixth in strokes gained putting. Um, yes. Not as good this season. Again, although a shortened you know, and it doesn't matter because he has a major in his three events or whatever he's played, but he is 61st, I believe, in putting where he was sixth in strokes game putting for 2020. So when you're leading in strokes game putting and strokes gained off the tee, that's a deadly combination on the PGA Tour. Especially when, you do, you know, he's hitting as far as he's hitting it, uh, 300 and, what, 37 yards or whatever approximately right now on the PGA Tour. When he when you're hitting it that long and you've got wedge or short short irons in your hands or and you're hitting par fives, um, and getting the ball close to the hole, then it's going to show up with uh, with your strokes gained in putting. And when that happens, then you win golf tournaments and you play extremely well. You were going Byron Nelson there, weren't you? When that happens, well, why you beat somebody? That's right. Uh, yep. I, I'm with you, and so I, I started delving into his stats. I, I went a little Brandel Chambly geeky here, and I dove into the to the stats, even the the drop down stats, not just the headline stats. So let's take a look mm-hmm. at them. So for 2021, uh, you mentioned driving distance. For 2020, he led in driving distance 322.1, and right. in 2021 so far, again small sample size, but he also leads 337.8. So it's, he's gained 15. Um, 15 yards mm-hmm. in this short amount of time, okay? Yes. Uh, in 2021, he uh, is 15 yards longer than Rory, 16 yards longer than Cam Champ and Dustin Johnson. Again, it's smaller sample size so far. In 2020, he was even with Cam Champ. If you want to get technical, he was 10, one-tenth of a yard longer than Cam Champ. That right. made him one. Right. But he essentially was even with Cam Champ, and he was eight yards longer than Rory. So the interesting thing about Cam Champ is you and I both had an opportunity to watch him hit golf balls at Tony Finau's um, charity uh, foundation event. Cam Champ hits hits a shot off the tee for the most part that is, that is a little low hard driving cut, and that's what he uses to get the ball in the fairway. Now, if Cam Champ wants to light it up, he tees it up a little bit, and he bombs it. He hits it way up there. That's what Bryson DeChambeau does 100% of the time. <laughs> he hits it. He tees it up high, hits it as hard as he can, and and gets it up in the air. He It's almost like he really doesn't care where it goes because he's going to find it, and it's going to be a short distance from the hole. And that works on some golf courses. And it does. Yeah, there's no question. So I, I thought, again, I think it's interesting that he's obviously gaining distance between those other players for what he's doing so far. But again, smaller sample size because you only have a few, mm-hmm. few events so far this season. His strokes gained approach improved from 119th to 6th. Okay, so now I'm going down what you're saying. If you're all of a sudden hitting it further, then your strokes gained into the green is going to be better because you're coming in with shorter clubs, right? Correct. Shorter distance, right? Now, here's the crazy thing. This is where I want a little brandle on us. His proximity to the hole is actually one yard worse Hmm. at 38.3. Would you have guessed with all of the stats that I've shared so far that Bryson would rank 171st? On tour in proximity to the hole. You know what? I wouldn't. I wouldn't have said that. I wouldn't have. So that that was the thing I found that was interesting. So you know, Dustin Johnson, on the other hand, we spent a lot of time talking about him last week. 
he dialed in those wedges and that's what propelled his game. That's right. what pushed him into the U.S. Open win. That's what gave him the, the chance to dominate at Augusta and, and made him number one in the world and, and where he's now won 24 times. So I, I look at DJ. Yeah, he, that did translate. The distance has always been there. He didn't try to dial up the distance. He said, you know what? I have distance as an advantage. It's already a tool in my bag. Let's sharpen up some of the other parts of the game. Bryson's saying, I'm going all in on distance. <laughs> and that and that's and that's the maturity level to somebody that's been on the PGA tour for a little while. Um somebody that's been around the block a little bit and somebody that's younger in his, you know, mid mid twenties that says, you know, I'm just gonna hit it as hard as I can all the time and um try to win golf tournaments. So with all that courses to their knees, right? And with all that said, Mm -hmm. how would you evaluate Bryson's effort so far? His, I don't know if you want to call it an experiment, but since he's sort of become the scientist, mad scientist, sort of on the PGA tour, how would you rate what he has done so far in his experiment? And do you think he, not whether you think he will keep going, but do you think he should keep going in the same trajectory? Well, I think uh, I, uh, until his, hypothesis that he's figured out of distance and how it relates to him being able to win golf tournaments and scoring and everything. As long as that keeps going the way it's going, you're going to see him keep trying to push the envelope as much as he can. But you can't, you know, the proof is in your play and what you get done. And he's being able to win seven times on the PGA Tour. He won twice last year with his first major championship. Uh, he's been on tour now four or five years. He's won $21 million. He won five something last year and he's already at 2.5 this year. Um, as long as he keeps going like that, you're not going to be seeing him, seeing him change anytime soon. I don't disagree with you. You know, he's clearly found something, if nothing else, it's given him some confidence Yep. Uh, I do think it's a great time, by the way, for him to try that experiment. You mentioned the fans. Can you imagine some of the things he would have had to deal with um, yeah. doing that kind of an experiment in front of, you know, 30,000, 40,000 people out there? Sure, sure. Especially late on a Saturday afternoon when guys have been well lubricated and, you know, yeah. they got the, the bull grunts and everything. Got the, all kinds of liquid courage. You know, it, it yep. would be... It would be a lot more difficult. So uh, I tip my hat to uh, to Bryson for what he's been able to do. I can't say I'm completely in love with it, but I don't fault him for it. As you pointed out, the proof is in the pudding. And he's since he's pumped himself up, you know, he's got two wins, 11 top 10s. And, you know, he got one of the three big prizes in golf this year. And that's one of those yes. major championships. So, yep, that's exactly right. Uh, the, there, there's nothing you can say about it. So that leads us into the distance debate. We're not going to have time to, to, to really jump into that uh, in this segment because we're running low on time. We'll hit that coming up on the back nine, maybe touch on it with the caddy as well. But it, it begs the question, what is the future of the game? Because pretty much every analyst who watched Bryson do what he did at Wingfoot mm-hmm. said, if you're mm-hmm. not, if you're at home with your junior golfer and you're not teaching him to just swing it as hard as he can, he's going to be, he can. That, then you're missing that. You're missing the, the boat. That, that yep. ship's going to sail. And if you can't bomb it out there, what are you playing for? You don't, you don't have a chance. You know, you look at, you look at just this year's stats in the short period of time that we have. Okay. Bryson like is is at 337.8 Tater Pendrith Taylor Pendrith 
is number two on tour at 331.9. And he doesn't really count, though, because he's a Corn Ferry Tour player that qualified for the U.S. Open, and he's yeah. only had four rounds. So that was, but still, you're right. right. He's still, obviously, he's long, okay? But you got McElroy at 322. Yep. You got Camp at 321. Dustin Johnson at 321. So guys are, guys are pushing the limit. You're right, though, to see two players in the 330s. <laughs> yes. <laughs> When it wasn't long ago that 300 was the mark. Well, and you know what? I'll give you credit for that. I discounted him because he's, you know, you're not going to see him out here on tour yet. But he did that. He hit it that long in a U.S. Open golf course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now yep. we could get that. That's an entire different story. You could, we could actually dive in and see if the strategy that they, that they deployed at Wingfoot force the guys to hit it long to go for it or if, in, in an effort to try to reel them back i think they actually encouraged them to go um they because it further. that's yeah. right because it was so narrow and so penalizing everywhere it didn't matter how short you were the guy said well look if i'm gonna miss this thing i better get down there as far as i can so i can have as much loft getting out right and that's what Tony Finau said when we talked with him right after the U.S. Open. We'll continue this conversation. We still have to get to Colin Morikawa and John Rahm. Those are the other two players we want to focus on as we look back on the big stories and the great players of 2020. We'll talk about all that next. We'll welcome in America's favorite caddy. Thanks for joining us. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. Hit us up on Twitter, at Real Golf. Special thanks to those of you joining us on Sirius XM, on uh, Sirius 217, XM 203, and online 967. Welcome aboard. Glad to have you with us here on Real Golf Radio. Have you heard? There's an all-new experience coming to St. George, Utah. Black Desert Resort at Entrada is a full community resort experience featuring a resort hotel, private residences, world-class dining and shopping, a Tom Weiskopf-designed championship golf course, and so much more. With a simple message of remarkable within reach, Black Desert Resort beckons you to visit and even stay for a lifetime. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available at blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada. Unlike anything you've experienced before. When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Okay, let's face it. If you're not lined up correctly, the odds of you making anything are next to nothing. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters. The distinct triple track alignment lines that you've seen on Callaway golf balls, they're now featured on the new triple track putters from Odyssey. It's shocking how much easier it is to line up your putts. Wow. Triple track technology utilizes a principle called, you ready for this, vernier hyperacuity. What? To improve your alignment and your putting accuracy. That's that same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. Hey, now that's reliable and accurate. And once you're lined up, you can focus on making a great stroke. Just like Bob always does, which is even easier since every triple track putter has a multi-material consistency enhancing stroke lab shaft that's been winning major championships and dominating at tour events around the world. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Callaway knows you can't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. It takes unconventional thinking to create something transformative, and that's what Callaway did with the new Maverick driver. Maverick's Flashface SS20 was designed using artificial intelligence, a powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created Callaway's fastest, most forgiving driver possible. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Explore Maverick drivers at CallawayGolf.com. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. 
Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. When I'm not on the golf course, you'll probably find me in a river. Sometimes I only have a short time to fish. Sometimes I'm out all day going from spot to spot. Either way, I always wrestle with transporting my fly rod. Well, I found the perfect solution. The River Quiver by Riversmith. Handcrafted and designed in Boulder, Colorado by fishermen for fishermen. This premium rooftop fly rod holder transports your fully assembled, fully rigged fly rod safely and securely so you're ready to fish. And it looks sick on the roof rack. Locked, loaded, ready to fish. Get your River Quiver at Riversmith. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you right here on Real Golf Radio. Just a reminder, the Callaway Holiday Gift Guide available at CallawayGolf.com. Easy, breakdown, simple gifts for the golfer on your list at CallawayGolf.com. There are bag rats. And then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. And the caddy joins us every week here on Real Golf Radio. And for those of you who are new and joining us on our new Sirius XM channel, Sirius 217 and XM 203 online 967, allow us to introduce you to America's favorite caddy. That little intro there pretty much sums it up. And we found out last week that while this music plays, caddy's doing the groundhog dance. What's up, yes. caddy? Go for Dan. Oh, sorry, go for Groundhog. That's right. I just <laughs> I kill all the groundhogs. Again, you know, it's, it's it's the off season when you kind of assess everything and set new goals going ahead and kind of examine what you've been doing. Can either confirm or deny the existence of the caddy? Where am I coming from? Am I coming <laughs> from the depths of the universe? I mean, what's going on with that? I'm here. And I'm real. And you're about to find out. <laughs> you're our real golf caddy. You can find him uh, on Twitter, at the caddy. Uh, which I'm pretty glad, by the way, that we grabbed that, uh, what do you call those at things? The caddy? Yeah, at the caddy. Handle? handle? Yeah, the handle. Thank you. The Twitter, Twitter handle. Twitter handle. Yeah. Yeah. I just have yet to get the caddy to actually use it. Boy, that would be entertaining. It would I, be entertaining if once. he did. I did one. I mean, as much I as he once. texts with you and I, yeah. you know. It would be entertaining for him to start dropping that stuff in. Well, here's the thing, Bob. We could actually take the initiative to take his texts and convert them to tweets. Yes, we could. We could start doing that, yeah. Yeah. That way I'd it'd give never a, text again. No, that would just give a filter. <laughs> that would give a filter, which would allow us to keep you out of trouble, which is what you're worried about. There's a reason I don't tweet. I would have many followers and no job. <laughs> I'd rather have many job and no followers. <laughs> that's wisdom, sage wisdom, right there from that's the caddy. Kind of stuff you, that's kind of stuff you get from the caddy. Mm-hmm. So, caddy, yeah. uh, for those of you that are that are new and uh, you're just hearing the caddy for the first time, he's been uh, he was out on tour. How many years were you on tour, caddy? I was just going to throw it out there, but I might as well just ask you and be accurate. Well, without getting into precision, let's just say a quarter of a century. That's a nice round number. Okay, that's pretty good. Twenty five is good. Yeah. 
and then uh, has been spending how many years now producing yardage books for the tour players? Almost a quarter of a century. Oh, the whole time. Okay. But not full-time for that long. Well, what is full-time, Brian? What really is full-time? <laughs> I would say you're full-time. I'm full of it most of the time. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> that, that might be the first time. Sure. Right, by the way, that might be the first time you actually said my name on the show. <laughs> it usually is just, yeah, you know, you know Bob. This, it's 2020. <laughs> That's right. You know, Bob, it's 2020. There you go. That's yes, now, now that's, that's more normal. Exactly right. There you go. Uh, you know, <laughs> back in your comfort zone. Thank you. Hey, Caddy, we've been talking about stories of 2020, and you can't talk about 2020 without talking about Bryson DeChambeau. Uh, certainly, you know, when he uses the quarantine time to change his body, comes out and wins the Rocket Mortgage, dominates at Wingsfoot, declares his own par for the Masters and other pre-tournament claims that week, uh, working on putting a 48-inch driver in play, accelerating the distance debate along with accelerating his swing and ball speeds, and the results are there. I mean, in the in 20 events over the last 12 months, he has a pair of wins, including a major, 11 top 10s, and uh, he's he's put he's basically turned the whole whole golf distance discussion on its ear. Well, First of all, there's no denying that he basically said what he was going to do. It sounded kind of crazy. And then he came out and did it. That was impressive. He did transform his body just like he said he was going to. Um, I still think the most impressive thing about the whole, what he's doing is how straight he's been able to hit it a lot of the time. And that's a requirement. And he's done it. And I don't, I, I'm holding out to see if anybody else can actually do that. I think he's maybe a little bit of a freak in that way of being able to do that. But I certainly could be wrong. One thing I'm certain of is he is so in everybody's kitchen, it's hilarious. And I think he knows it, <laughs> and I think he really probably enjoys it. And I think yeah, that's I... why he put out that little thing a couple weeks before the Masters about flying it, you know, whatever. 390 or something, I'm like, look, if you're hitting it 320 in the air, 325 in the air, 330, whatever he was maxing at, it ain't like you're going to pick up 60 yards in two weeks, okay? At least not not with some kind of a realistic playable driver. Yeah. And everybody just fell for that one. He's in, the, he's in everybody's kitchen. I love it. <laughs> he's in their kitchen. He owns, well, and, he owns the thing, them mentally. Go ahead. He owns them mentally. He does. <laughs> it's awesome. But the thing is, is he can't get in his own kitchen to get him out of what he's trying to do, too. Well, he's got to go sideways to get into his kitchen now. Wow. I'm we way lost all of a sudden. He can't get in his own kitchen. He's got to go sideways in his kitchen. Well, what? he's so big, he has to get in. He has to go in the door sideways. You went literal. <laughs> he's talking literal. <laughs> And I'm saying he can't be spouting off and saying his par 67, so he gets in his own kitchen and has to, and has to perform to it without, you know what I'm saying? So these young whippersnappers, these young whippersnappers will never learn. They, they just don't you understand. Just, you can't mess with the game like that. Golf is going to look at you and go, "Oh, really? Is that right? Oh, is your par 67 in Augusta? Okay, let me show you how it's not." That's what golf does. Golf is. Let me show you. You don't. Yeah. You don't, yeah I mean, 
There's a reason Simon Hobday wore that big hat that one time, right? You've lost me again. Well, he, he wore a gigantic hat like a sombrero one time. And he three-putted two or three holes. And then he took the hat off and he shook his hand up at the heavens and said, I didn't think you'd recognize me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look, it doesn't matter how far you hit it in golf. Uh, You know, I mean, listen to me. Uh, The par 3 12th hole at Augusta. I'm telling you. (laughs) The par 3 12th hole at Augusta is not a long hole. And the greatest player of this generation, arguably the greatest player of all time, made a 10 the last time he went around it. So I'm just saying, it's that when you talk about what the golf gods can do and what, or golf, however you want to define it, you, you certainly got to be careful what you're messing with. Well, that, 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 so Bryson told me a few years ago, he said he was, he was certain that he could perfect his golf swing to the point where he would just hit it good all the time. And when I heard that, I said, well, you're either going to have to change your view on these things or you're in for a long, long run of disappointment because we're physically human beings and you're just not going to be able to, your body's not even the same every day, right? But, um, yeah, you, you he, he's a, he's an interesting study. Like, you, one of the things that's kind of cool is he's talked about having some, you know, a physical limit to how much his forearm can rotate if he locks in his this or that, and there's no way he can hit it left anymore. Well, okay. I saw a bunch of left shots. <laughs> I did too. You know? Yeah. So, so I don't know. I still think Bryson's this interesting mix of, of, um, I just, here's what's cool about Bryson. He has no fear. No fear. He's not scared to win. If Bryson comes down the stretch in the most pressurized situation, he just, I believe that he believes that he should be there. This is what I should be doing. I think he's totally comfortable when he, when he has, I mean, I remember we were watching, remember 3M when Matthew Wolf and, Mark yep. Tower, everybody was playing great. Well, Bryson came in first. And, Made um, eagle. He, he, he wasn't necessarily doing anything great the last bunch of holes. And just out of nowhere, he just hits an iron in there like six feet. And I was texting, maybe I was texting you guys, I don't know who it was, but I said, I gar- he had to make the putt. I said, I guarantee you he is going to make this putt. There's no way he's going to miss this putt that he has to make, and he just drove it right in the middle. And But he's just one of those guys, first of all. And so beyond that, he's not worried. He'll, think about how crazy this little experiment was to do what he did. He could have destroyed his game, maybe, right? I mean, who knows what happens in that. And he's just like, okay, I'll go do that. <laughs> he just, he'll, he'll, he'll do, he's just not scared to try something is he it's kind of cool no look i have no doubt he's all in i I, going back to his swing comment do you think his swing's more repeatable than say a traditional golf swing i mean colin morikawa is another guy we're talking about man he's got a beautiful swing and i I wouldn't you know it's definitely more traditional than what bryson has going with these you know same length shafts and all that hard to say i i i do we really 
here's a comment I'll make about the golf swing. Um, recently with technology, you've got the pressure plates, you've got high, better high speed video. You've got more physics people looking at things, figuring out. I mean, that's how Bryson figured out how to do what he did. Basically he's working with scientists from disciplines who know what they're doing. And here's a strength guy. Here's a physics person saying, here's how you hit a ball longer. There's all this coming in, but I'll make this comment. Um, observations are not knowledge. I think we have great observations now about things that happen in the golf swing, but I don't think we have that much knowledge yet on how to apply all of it. Dang. So when you ask deep. about, yeah. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you very little. But, uh, yeah, the, the, um, so, so trying to answer the question is Bryson's type of swing, which is fairly unique. Um, nobody ever, look at his grip, look at his, his, he's got really, really fat grips. That left hand is incredibly weak on there. I mean, it's wild, all the stuff that goes in there. And is that physically a more efficient swing than other ways of doing it? I have no idea. And I don't know that anybody really knows. And I think it's going to be a while before we do. Uh, what we do know is that trends get copied. Some of them work, some of them don't. But I don't really see anybody copying his his stuff yet. But I don't know if Cobra's selling a whole lot of one-length irons. I don't think they're selling yeah. them anymore. Well, one-length irons have been around for a long time. Um, yes, they have. He's just the first guy to. He's just the first guy to to be successful and use them and all that to that to that level. But I yeah I don't see that changing the way people do stuff. I mean, you look at all the the uh, trending golf instruction and things right now. And actually Bryson has actually changed his swing to more match what that's doing than his old style. So he's swinging more like conventional to hit the ball longer, basically in my opinion. Hmm. So Interesting. Yeah. All right. There you go. A little deep dive on Bryson and insights from America's favorite caddy. Caddy, thanks so much, man. We appreciate it. And uh, next week we want to hear about some of the great Christmas gifts that you received from your player and who's known for giving gifts and what are some of the best caddy gifts that have been given? We'll talk about that next week. You good with that? Thank you very little. Okay. There you go. (laughs) See, he's too intellectual this week. He won't even go there. He's not going to go on some whimsical topic when he's in a deep dive scientific (laughs) look at Bryson DeChambeau's golf swing. We'll wrap up our number one as we continue right here on real golf radio. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. 
We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, that'll wrap up hour number one right here on Real Golf Radio. Just a reminder, hour number two, the back nine is coming up next, and Karen Stupples will join us for an in-depth look at the U.S. Women's Open Major Championship Week going on on in ladies' golf, another USGA in the final major of 2020. So we'll look forward to visiting with Karen and talking more about the stories of 2020. Sad story this week, though, Bob. We lost one of our broadcast brethren, one of the greats. Voice of golf, you could call him, in Peter Alice. Yeah, Peter Alice, uh, always great storyteller, um, great commentator, and uh, he was really good. I, I met him a couple times when I was with my dad, and it was always fun to, uh, to hear him and uh, to be around him. An iconic voice, no doubt about it. I used to love when they just turn it over to him at the Open Championship coverage and just let him wax poetic. So, yeah, we will miss Peter Alice, 89 years, uh, and a pioneer and just a great addition to the Golf Broadcast Network. Stay tuned. The Back Nine is next. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network.
USA Radio News with Tim Berg. As coronavirus relief seems to have hit a standstill, House Republicans have a message for Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi. We stand together calling on this body, calling on Speaker Nancy Pelosi to stop sitting on our hands, to stop sitting in front of a refrigerator with the expensive ice cream, and to help the American people today. Republican Congressman Liz Cheney of Wyoming speaking on Capitol Hill Thursday. Senators are examining plans for the nationwide delivery of a coronavirus virus vaccine. When we all heard news that vaccines may soon be available, we could be both impressed with the science and relieved that we may be nearing the beginning of the end to this pandemic. Nebraska Republican Deb Fisher opening up a hearing and calling the nationwide distribution of a vaccine a huge logistical challenge. USA Radio News. This report is sponsored by Vitalant. COVID-19 cases are rising in the U.S., and so is the need for COVID plasma donations, also known as convalescent plasma. In fact, the need for this type of plasma is urgent. Vitalant, the nation's largest nonprofit independent blood services provider, says distributions to hospitals have grown over 400% since September. But unless more donations are given, there may not be enough for all COVID patients. Convalescent plasma is collected from those who have recovered from COVID-19. It contains antibodies that can be used to treat patients with an active, severe COVID-19 case to give them an extra boost to fight their illness. Cliff Newmark is Vitalant's Senior Vice President of Donor Services. Even if someone has not been diagnosed with COVID-19, they can still help. When donors give blood or platelets, they're informed of their COVID-19 antibody status. And if positive, Vitalant produces convalescent plasma from the donation. These donors can then give a convalescent plasma donation in the future. For more, visit Vitalant.org or AABB.org if outside of Vitalant service area. One of the first things President-elect Joe Biden might be dealing with as president is a Central American caravan. Lance Pry from the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau explains why. Hundreds, maybe thousands of Hondurans formed a caravan bound for the United States on Wednesday. An unidentified middle-aged man in the caravan told Reuters, We lost everything in the hurricanes. We have no choice but to go to the United States. President-elect Joe Biden has pledged to abolish many of the immigration policies of President Trump. A new bill would criminalize the knowing distribution of visual depictions of forced or coerced sex known as the Survivors of Human Trafficking Fight Back Bill. The Senate bill was co-authored by Missouri Republican Josh Hawley and New Hampshire Democrat Maggie Hassan. Victims would also be given the ability to sue websites if such videos are not quickly removed. The bill also aims to put an end to distributing people's photos of them without their consent. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Are you tired of high cable TV rates? Sign up for Dish today and get a $500 bonus offer while supplies last. Plus, lock in your price for two years guaranteed. Call All-American Dish, your Dish-authorized retailer now. 800-610-5739. 800-610-5739. That's 800-610-5739. Offers require credit qualification, 24-month commitment, early termination fee, and auto pay. Restrictions apply. Call for details. Reaction on Capitol Hill continues as it is learned that a member of Joe Biden's family is under investigation. Hunter Biden acknowledged Wednesday that he was under investigation by the U.S. Attorney's Office in Delaware. The probe is looking into his taxes and business dealings in foreign countries, including in China. Biden has reportedly been under investigation since 2018. Senator John Kennedy says he's most troubled by the investigation into Biden's overseas business relations. 
The Louisiana Republican tells Fox News he's worried about the implications that U.S. foreign policy can be influenced with money. President Obama put Vice President Biden in charge of the foreign affairs of two countries, China and Ukraine. And that's a fact. It, it's also a fact that in both cases, his son, Hunter Biden, walked away with tens of millions of dollars of contracts from, from uh, connected people in those two countries. And there, at the very least, there was an appearance that America's foreign policy could be bought. From the USA Radio News Ohio Bureau, I'm Dan Naraki. Columbia University failed to disclose over $1 million in funding from the Chinese government that was designated for hosting a Confucius Institute. The State Department accusing the Institute of spreading Beijing's propaganda to college students. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. The second nine, the finishing holes, the closing stretch. It starts now. Here's the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio. With the steady stripe it down the middle, make every putt because it's in your blood, Bob Casper. And that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob. Welcome in. It's hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Thanks for joining us here on the 12th of December. Let that 12 days of Christmas countdown begin. Pretty exciting uh, stuff. Uh, I'm mostly counting down. Of course, I, I'm not not trying to skip over Christmas, but I'm really excited to end this year of 2020. I'll be honest with you, Bob. I think uh, <laughs> I think we're I think there's many of us that are going to celebrate the New Year's Eve a little bit differently than we have in the past. And I'm not talking about because of the COVID restrictions. I'm just talking about with relief and hope for a you know you always sing of the songs you know hope for the new year and the right. you know you look forward with anticipation, turning over a new leaf and setting goals and. Boy, there's a lot of us are going to want to just put this sucker to bed and move on. Well, you know, it's interesting. The PGA Tour sent out a memo this week um, to the the players and their family members, and and it breaks down into certain categories for that for that uh, California swing or, and Hawaii swing. Um, what is um, a plus two, a plus one, full family and no access? And there are certain events on the West Coast that are going to be plus two plus one, your full family can be there, or there's going to be no access. And the no access are primarily the events in, in San Diego or in California, excuse me, 
um, because of the COVID restrictions there, and then the others come into play at different events. So mm. it'll be interesting to see how things kind of uh, figure their way out um, coming out of 2020 into 2021. Here, here's the crazy part is it's seemingly so unpredictable, speaking of this virus, that we haven't really figured anything out. So nope. here's hoping that the vaccine that comes out will provide some measure of control, if you will, yes. that will allow for some normalities to return mm-hmm. to our society. That That's really what we're hoping for. And uh, we certainly um, grieve with those who have struggled and lost uh, throughout this year. And again, hope for a brighter future in 2021. Well, with that, uh, we, we still are going to recap some of the big stories of 2020. Uh, we've talked about Bryson DeChambeau quite a bit on hour number one. The caddy joined us on uh, hour number one. Still to come here on the back nine, we'll get into Colin Morikawa. What, what a year he had. John Rahm as well. Another interesting one. And then Karen Stupples is going to stop by and she will join us from Houston to talk about the U.S. Women's Open. So excited to have her, uh, come by. Uh, excited to talk about these uh, top stories from 2020 and continue to look forward to next year's 2021 full, hopefully, full season schedule. All right, with that, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. How did Callaway create their most advanced tour ball ever? They took Chrome Soft, the ball that changed the ball, and started from scratch, re-engineering every aspect of Chrome Soft from cover to core to make their best-performing tour ball even better. Callaway invested significantly in their U.S.-based golf ball facility in Chicopee, Massachusetts, in order to achieve the next level of innovation. There, they built the new Chrome Soft with a larger dual soft fast core, a new high-speed mantle system, and a thinner urethane cover to deliver an unmatched combination of speed, consistency, spin, and control for complete performance. And now the new 2020 Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X are both available with alignment-enhancing triple-track technology, so you'll have that performance lined up from tee to green. This ball changes everything. Get your new Chrome Soft or Chrome Soft X golf balls today at CallawayGolf.com. When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters. Three distinct alignment lines are now centered on every triple track putter head. It's shocking how much easier it is to get it lined up. You know, it's the same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. It's that reliable and that accurate. And once you're lined up correctly, you can focus on making a great stroke with the Stroke Lab shaft. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com odyssey the number one putter in golf you might remember our supercomputer that number crunching golf junkie that harnessed its ai brilliance to create flash fakes a technology that unlocked performance never before seen in a driver well after our supercomputer nailed the whole making a driver go farther thing we gave it a new challenge to design faces for the number one irons in golf So our Maverick engineers meticulously programmed our supercomputer. It was churning and machine learning until... Boom! Maverick Irons! A breakthrough in iron construction with uniquely designed faces throughout every set. Highly optimized performance for every type of play. We're talking explosive distance, incredible ball speed, and pin-seeking control. As for the supercomputer... It's training for its next assignment. Maverick from Callaway, the number one irons in golf. 
Have you heard? There's an all-new experience coming to St. George, Utah. Black Desert Resort at Entrada is a full community resort experience featuring a resort hotel, private residences, world-class dining and shopping, a Tom Weiskopf-designed championship golf course, and so much more. With a simple message of remarkable within reach, Black Desert Resort beckons you to visit and even stay for a lifetime. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available at blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada, unlike anything you've experienced before. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. Hey, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you here on Real Golf Radio. And tis the season. You're looking for holiday gift guides. You can find them at CallawayGolf.com and also TravisMatthew.com. If you want to go there, you can get a holiday gift guide as well. In fact, I would click on the golf shoes. Bob, you and I uh, were able to uh, rock a pair of Quater uh, you know, golf yep. shoes from Travis Matthew. And they're fantastic. We went with the wild card. Uh, I think that's what you went with. That's what I went with. Yeah, it's just like a tennis shoe. Super comfortable. They yeah. also have the moneymaker. They've got the legend, the ringer. Uh, some great golf shoes uh, to be had there and great holiday gift guide from uh, Travis Matthew. TravisMatthew.com. You know what? I've had, I've had some good golf shoes. I actually had a couple pair of foot joys, too, this year. That I've mm-hmm. uh, that I've really enjoyed more on the casual, and then I didn't see them on any of the stores. But if you go into Footjoy, sometimes you can dig through and find some sort of, sort of unique golf shoes. That's one of my favorite things to do. It reminds me kind of the Echoes. I've had some Echoes in the past that have been really good. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Golf shoes are you can't have enough golf shoes. There's a few things you can't have enough of. Golf shoes are one of them. You're, you're not on board with me. You you, you have one pair of golf <laughs> shoes, don't you? That you no, wear. I have more than that. You have one pair, Bob. No, I wear one pair, but oh, okay. I have more than that. Oh, okay. You're looking at me like, really? You're going to talk about golf shoes? Well, I'm telling you, there's, yeah, I have a garage it's full of golf shoes. for you, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Fill that trunk up, man. I mean, it depends on what you're wearing that day. You got can't just have one pair of golf shoes go with everything. Come on. Color-coordinated, baby. Well, yeah, and seasonally and all kinds of different materials. and. <laughs> See. Yeah, I mean, you're not wearing, I don't like wearing black golf shoes in the summertime. I don't like wearing white golf shoes in the wintertime. I like wearing my black if they're going to get muddy or dirty, you know. What's that saying about no white after when? That's it, but it doesn't matter. Apparently golf is uh, is immune to those rules because <laughs> guys wear white pants on the PGA Tour and with regularity, it doesn't matter what time of year it is. So That's true. Yeah. That's true. And I think if you're in a warm weather destination, that kind of goes out the window anyway. Like guys mm-hmm. in Hawaii, I mean, does it really matter? What time of year it is? You can wear whatever you want in Hawaii. That's that's my. That's thought. right. So anyway, check out some holiday gift guides, and uh, hopefully you get what you're looking for on your holiday list this year. All right, uh, countdown 2020 stories. We'll we'll get into that. Uh, a lot of hour one was spent talking Bryson DeChambeau. Uh, we we're going to get into Colin Moore and, and the distance debate too. Good discussion with the caddy on that. I want to talk a little bit about Colin Morikawa and John Rahm, but first. Um, a couple other uh, news and notes that we have to mention. Oh, coming up, Karen Stupples will be joining us in a little bit. We'll talk U.S. Yep. Women's Open. Yep. But we've got some stuff going on across the pond and some Americans trying to make history, huh? Yeah, so it's Race to Dubai, and um, it's the last event on the European Tour. And the leader of the Race to Dubai right now is Patrick Reed. He's had a first, he's had a third, and he's had a fourth or a top ten, fourth through tenth. So um, currently he has 2,427 points, and he leads 
Tommy Fleetwood, Colin Morikawa is third, and Lee Westwood is fourth. So Patrick Reed has a chance for the first time to win the race to Dubai on the European tour as an American. So No American's ever won the race to Dubai? No, no American has ever won it. Is this also the order of merit? Is that the same kind of thing? I, I think I think it is kind of – this has kind of replaced that or mm. it becomes – it's kind of like tour championship, so to speak, or yeah. whatever, but yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. All right. So Patrick Reed has a chance. So he, I wanna... he went to number one, or he got that because his his win was in Mexico City at the WGC. Hmm. That's so. right. I wonder how many of the European golf fans are going to be cheering for Patrick Reed. <laughs> <laughs> Do they really Maybe want Captain America winning their tour? Now, with with the announcement of the P, as we talked a lot last week, PGA and European Tour Alliance. Yep. You know, yep. perhaps this is just what the doctor ordered to show. Hey, look, we're all a big happy family here. Yes, we are. Mm. So, and of course, there is no one that exudes happy family quite like Patrick Reed. Let's be honest. So, uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, let's let's turn our attention a little bit to uh, Colin uh, Morikawa. Colin Morikawa was certainly a story, and it's amazing to look at and see that he just turned professional in 2019. Mm-hmm. I mean, what what a start to his career. Uh, loses to Daniel Berger with a short mid, and and you're gonna have to go. You even went back a little further, but uh, since the restart, he in the very first event from the restart, he misses a short putt at Colonial and um, and loses to Daniel Berger. Less than a month later, he makes a huge putt to extend the playoff at the Workday event at Muirfield, and they beat Justin Thomas. Correct. One month later. He wins his first major championship and the first major of 2020, the PGA Championship at Harding Park, with the shot of the year on the 16th hole Sunday for Eagle. I and let's just pause for a minute. Is there a is there even a contest for shot of the year? I don't think there is a contest for shot of the year. That was that was the most clutch drive that we've ever seen, and shot on a short par four, a drivable par four that ended up five six feet from the hole, and then. He knocked it down to get the eagle and kind of give himself a little bit of a cushion going in the last few holes in that PGA Championship. But it was it was amazing to see that shot. That is the shot that will live on, you know, in mm-hmm. history. Certainly for the PGA Championship. But I think we'll see that replayed. I think that's going to be a signature shot. Certainly a signature moment for any player to win a major championship, let alone their first. And uh, for him to do it in that style, it was all bunched up. Don't there were a yep. lot of guys, including yep. Dustin Johnson, uh, who yep. were all right there in contention, and he just kind of broke their hearts with that one. I that is one uh, that I would have loved to hear the roars of that would have just reverberated around Harding Park if that thing would have been packed full of fans on Sunday at the PGA Championship. It's unfortunate that it, it would happen mostly in silence, but man, that was uh, the impact of it certainly was felt across the golf course. Yeah, uh, you said he he turned professional in 2019. That was right after he turned professional out of college. That was when he won the Barracuda Championship, which is an opposite field event on the PGA Tour. So that gave him his first win on tour, and then he got to uh, this year in the PGA and the Workday Charity Open. So impressive, like I said, impressive start to his career. And um, He's only played a couple of years on the PGA Tour. He's already made $7.25 million. How you doing? So, what did your dad make for his career? Uh, about three. <laughs> for his 51 wins? For his, his career. Yeah. 51 wins. Yeah, yes. that's And three majors. Yeah. 
So uh, let, let's let's look at uh, uh, Morikawa here for just a second. If you go back to uh, 2020, he ended up uh, 19th in strokes gained off the tee, second in a stroke in strokes gained approach the green. Well, you know when you're when you did what he did on 16 was off the tee and approaching the green, so that was mm-hmm. pretty impressive. 93rd strokes gained around the green, 128th in strokes gained putting. That's interesting. Fifth in strokes gained tee to green, 14th overall. Um, you know, he hits it. He's 97th in distance, but 97th in 2020 on the PGA Tour, man, he averaged 297, Bob. Yeah, almost 300 yards off the tee, which is which is phenomenal. But the interesting thing is that he hits 65, almost 66% of his fairways, and his greens and regulation percentage is, is around 70%. So he's a really good ball striker. Yeah, and he, and he was fifth in Eagles. So, again, yep. showing you don't have to be the longest driver of the golf ball to be able to make a lot of eagles, 16 eagles in 1,400 holes. That's pretty impressive. Um, 15th in scoring average through 2020 and uh, finished the regular season. Second in FedEx Cup points, finished sixth mm-hmm. in the playoffs, fourth in official money, and fifth in the official world golf ranking at the end of 2020. And where does he sit now, Bob? In 2021? Seventh, looks like. Yeah, it's where he sits in the official world golf ranking. And before we move yes, on to correct. some of the other players, what what are we looking at, by the way, with our official world golf ranking currently? Okay, official world golf rankings. Of course, we know Dustin Johnson has uh, about a three point lead on John Rahm, who is number two. Justin Thomas is number three with Rory McIlroy and Bryson DeChambeau rounding out the top five. Webb Simpson is six. Morikawa, who we've just been talking about, is seven. Xander Shoffley is eight. Patrick Cantlay, nine, and Terrell Hatton is number 10. He's slipping. He was up to, I think he was six or seven going into the Masters. But um, And my pick didn't exactly hold out for the Masters. I thought Hatton would play better, but he is, he's been fun to watch. It's an interesting yes. top 10, isn't it? Quite a mix uh, of players there, and I think there's one common thread, and that's youth. I mean, DJ's not yeah. exactly young, but he's not exactly old either. I would say D- mm-hmm. DJ falls in that young guy category, even though he's – quite old compared to a guy like Colin Morikawa, for instance. And if you look at the top 15 in the world golf rankings, there are only four players in the top 15 that are Europeans. Interesting. Uh, Rom, McElroy, Terrell Hatton, and Victor Hovland. The rest are all from the United States. Okay. Well, it is a Ryder Cup year next year, so that is definitely yes, something is. to know. You mentioned John Rahm a couple of times. I want to talk about him, and then when we come back, get your thoughts, too, on what's the ceiling for Morikawa. Uh, of, of all these young players, you got Morikawa obviously playing well, Victor Hovland, Matthew Wolf. Again, he was right in contention with Bryson there until the final yep. few holes at Wingfoot in the U.S. Open. So that, that class continues to be one to be reckoned with. We'll talk more about that as we continue looking back at the top stories in our mind and our opinion for 2020. Thanks for joining us. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms. An indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns. And Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. 
Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus it's one of those moments you'll always remember you might know mountain land supply for its plumbing products but did you know mountain land supply also carries landscaping irrigation supplies and tools they can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe sprinkler heads and nozzles to use for your yard using smartphone technology you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers for all your landscaping needs go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back. Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob with you. Hey, this segment is brought to you by Black Desert Resort at Entrada in St. George, Utah. And uh, this is an all-new a full service community resort featuring a resort hotel, private residences, world class dining and shopping, and a Tom Wozkoff designed championship golf course. They have a simple message remarkable within reach. Black Desert beckons you to visit and even stay for a lifetime. They have exclusive real estate opportunities available at blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada, unlike anything you've experienced before. And we thank you for joining us. Happy holidays, everyone, here on this 1212. You could say 12 days of Christmas countdown begins tomorrow. So uh, heads up on that if you have a few uh, items left on your shopping list. Might want to get around to that. And have you noticed the shipping? Shipping is backed up, Bob. Uh, there, there's a lot of things yeah. that I was wanting to pull the trigger on and, um, yeah, the shipping changed my mind. Had to, had to think a little differently. So mm-hmm. plan ahead, as they say. Well, we talked about Colin Morikawa. Uh, before we move on to John Rahm, 
How, what, what do you think the ceiling is for Morikawa? And where would you rank him amongst uh, the Victor Hovland, Matt Wolf, and you know that group of young players that's uh, so good right now? Well, I think he's the guy that's leading the 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 cream of the crop, so to speak, of those three. Um, Hovland's won a couple times. Matt Wolf's won once, and and uh, Morikawa's won what three times with a major championship. So he's definitely the guy that's the front runner out of those three. Um, I think I think he's just too good of a player with the way he gets the ball around the golf course. His ball striking, he hit, hits fairways and greens. He putts fairly fairly decent. Um, but he kind of puts himself in the mix and he, and, uh, you know, there was a long time, 23, 24 events before he ever missed a cut on the PGA tour. Um, and, um, finally did miss a cut, um, right after COVID, but, um, but he's a phenomenal player and I, I see him continuing. He's, he's almost like a Dustin Johnson kind of a guy that you're going to see. That's probably going to contend and maybe win at least one golf tournament a year. Well, I I'm with you, Bob. He's to me when I'm looking at a golf swing, he's the guy that I'm looking at. You know, I mean, he's got a beautiful golf swing. That ball striker, you know, I, I, that's always been a term I've been fascinated with, probably mm-hmm. because no one's ever accused me of being one. But it's uh, you know, the, the guy that's a ball striker just seems to be like another level. I don't know if you want to like go all sci-fi, but you know, you got these different levels of you know. Uh, when you get in, I've been watching the Mandalorian with my son and there's all these different levels, right? The, the, the guys, you know, these ranks, if you will, ball striker to me, when somebody says you're a ball striker on the PGA tour, mm-hmm. you're doing something just a little bit better than the other guys. There's just Correct. something a little bit tighter about your shot pattern or something a little bit better about your strike consistency. Um, the consistency yep. about it. So, and so when when you start talking about up and coming guys like Colin Morikawa, uh, to me that's pretty impressive. Uh, for 2020 season, which uh, the PGA Championship was a part of, he was 19th off the tee. You know, we mentioned his uh, his distance there being 97th, but not short. Um, but you know, fifth strokes gained tee to green. Most of his stats are pretty good. The approach to green and the tee to green. That's where his bread and butter is. And so I think there's some room to improve his putting. That's the worst, 128th. But uh, I, I look at Colin Morikawa as a guy that you got to watch out for. And maybe a little bit of that gamer mentality, sort of like Xander mm-hmm. Shoffley. Oh, <clears throat> I agree wholeheartedly. Xander And Xander is a guy that proved he could win right out, of the, right out of the box when he came out on the PGA Tour. We saw him in that U.S. Open there at Shinnecock. And then, uh, and then he really... Um, won the tour championship and uh, Xander's a Xander's a great player and had a couple of chances to win this year, but just can, didn't quite get it done. But Xander is, you know, he's a, he's a top 10 player in the world. Yeah, there's no question. All right, let's get to the number two player in the world. John Rahm, boy, he put on a show this year. He was fun to watch um, the way he was playing. And you know, when you, when you go through his stat, stats, the guy is a stat machine. Um, I mean, Fourth in strokes gained off the tee, fifty fourth approach the green, twenty fourth around the green, twenty second in putting, third tee to green, and first overall for twenty twenty. I mean, this guy has all the tools uh, to win. He certainly hits it plenty long. When you talk distance, he's twenty second, hitting at three hundred seven point six on average. So uh, second in scoring average, and and I said first in strokes gained total. John Rahm is in his short career has five wins on the PGA Tour, six international wins. What's your take on Rom? He certainly has the, I guess, the reputation quickly building. They always say, hey, well, he's a Spaniard. He's got, he runs a little hot under the collar at times and, and really controlling his, 
his temper and not shooting himself out of golf tournaments is probably what he's being known for needing to work on at this point in time. Well, you know, he, he has proven that he can win golf tournaments. You know, the the first one he won was the Farmers in San Diego when he made that eagle putt off the back of the green um, and ended up winning that golf tournament for his first, I, I mean, in the spring of his first year as a tour card holder um, right out of college at ASU. So, um, but yeah, proven that he's can win golf tournaments. He's won five times. He, he won a couple times this year. He won at Memorial. Uh, he also won at the BMW Championship in that putt that he made against Dustin Johnson. Well, I mean, how crazy uh, was playoff. that? That's another one that I would have loved to have heard the roar on. Oh, yeah. That would have been so cool to hear that one. But the thing that's interesting about him is he puts himself in position quite a few times in major championships and and just doesn't let him get itself doesn't let himself get it done. Uh kind of steps in his way a little bit. So um do I think he's gonna win a major? Absolutely, I think he's gonna win majors. Um and I think he's gonna be a guy that, that's kind of like Morikawa. You're gonna see one or two events per year where he wins a golf tournament and you know, he's gonna be a great Ryder Cup player. Um all those things that that you would expect from uh, a, a phenomenal player from Spain and um, a, a guy that's uh, had a lot of success right from the get-go. Well, let's look at his 2020 season. He played 15 events in 2020. Mm-hmm. He had 10 top 25s, 8 top 10s. So over 50% of the time, he's top 10. He also had a, a two firsts, a second, and a third, yep. uh, and made just under $6 million. I mean, that's, that's, uh, that is that's that is by any definition, a phenomenally successful year. I don't think he's at the point in time of his career where you could take throw any shade on that type of a season no. because he didn't win a major championship. I don't, I don't think he's there yet. I do think he is being number two in the world, having grabbed number one for a time, a couple of times. I, I do think that is the next step, but don't put him in a derogatory way of best player yet to win a major because a right. lot of times that badge is – you know, both good and bad. Hey, I'm a great player, but I'm not quite cutting it in the biggest events. So there's a there's a slight negativity to that title, and I don't think he deserves that label just yet. Well, and if you look at his 2021 season so far, he's played four events. He's had a second uh, in the Zojo Championship. He's had a seventh at the Masters, finished tied for 23rd at the U.S. Open, and the CJ Cup at Shadow Creek was a 17th. So he's already made $1.3 million this year. Um, he has not missed a cut. He only missed one cut last year, and that consistency will continue to propel him forward and allow him to be in contention in majors and um, and win regular PGA Tour events like he's been doing. You know, when you look at his major championships, yeah, at Augusta, 66 uh, in the second round, uh, which propelled him to the lead, and then 72-71 on the weekend, little pedestrian, certainly, when, when guys were shooting lower than that. But, sure. uh, you know, again, finishing, you know, top 10 at Augusta's, uh, it's, it's a great finish. And he got to 10 under par, and most of the time that puts you right there. Uh, obviously, yeah. this is the year the guys went low, and certainly DJ, um, you know, distanced himself from everybody uh, that particular week. But uh, the U.S. Open, um, you know, he had a, a 76 in the third round. That's the one that kind of threw him off at the and U.S. 73 in the fourth round, too. Yeah, so. yeah, wasn't able to go low there. Um, so he's, you know, as far as as far as finishes go, in 2019 at the U.S. Open, he finished third. That was his best finish in the U.S. Open. 
and and really his best finish in a in a major championship was that third place. So he's he's got some room for improvement. I I help can't help but think back on the players championship. Was that a year ago when he was basically arguing with his caddy about what to do on the yes. He was in he was in the bunker on the eleventh hole. That's it. Yeah, the par five. And he tried to yeah. go for it from there went and hit it in the yeah, water. And he right? hit it in the water. Yeah. Correct. So but the other thing is is as I said, he won his first event at the Farmers at Torrey Pines. He finished second there this year. And he's got to be excited that the US Open is going back to Torrey Pines this coming year in twenty twenty one could be a perfect place for him to pick up his first major championship. That is a great point, Bob, because, you, as you said, he's had a ton of success on that golf course. He, he yep. You know what? Great call. He's got to be licking his chops. So, obviously, if, if everything goes as planned, we'll start with the Masters in April in its rightful place there in the spring. The PGA is in May. Correct. And I've already forgotten where it's going to be held this year. Well, it's going to be at the Ocean Courts at uh, Kiowa Island. And so uh, the last time it was there, um, Rory McIlroy won, and so that'll be that'll be a, a fun spot. Um, and then you follow that up with the U.S. Open, which is going to be at Torrey Pines in June, and then the Open Championship in July, which is going to be played at Royal St. George's, where it should have been played this year. It will be played at Royal St. George's. They're not so. doing two Open Championships next year, right? No. They're not making no. up for it. Everything just got no. bumped, right? It yeah. was literally just a, a cancelization. Okay. Just a cancelized. Yeah. Cancelized. Yeah. Canceled it. You know yep. what? Uh, with with COVID, it, something could be cancelized. That could be yes. a new term yeah. for 2020. Yep. Yeah. Cause, and uh, then the Ryder Cup is at Whistling Straits coming up in August. All right. So, and the Olympics are supposed to be held as well. So we'll see yes. how, how that all shakes out. But uh, a big, a big schedule on tap and a regular schedule which you know we were supposed to have a big one this year hopefully we're able to get all these tournaments in and as you pointed out especially in the beginning of the season you're going to see limited fields some no access fields it all just depends on the venue and the situation in those communities during that time all right uh we'll take a break when we come back one of the things we've yet to talk about is the u.s women's open being played this week last major of the year great to have it being played we'll talk with karen stupples coming up next right here on real golf radio born from 10 years of research and innovation the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back introducing the all-new matori x from fujikura Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. When I'm not on the golf course, you'll probably find me in a river. Sometimes I only have a short time to fish. Sometimes I'm out all day going from spot to spot. Either way, I always wrestle with transporting my fly rod. Well, I found the perfect solution. The River Quiver by Riversmith. Handcrafted and designed in Boulder, Colorado by fishermen for fishermen. This premium rooftop fly rod holder transports your fully assembled, fully rigged fly rod safely and securely so you're ready to fish. And it looks sick on the roof rack. Locked, loaded, ready to fish. Get your River Quiver at Riversmith.com. At Callaway, we spent years obsessing over how to deliver golfers a better tour ball. New materials were discovered. Recipes were fine-tuned. Then, finally, all the blood, sweat, and late nights in the lab produced Chrome Soft, the ball that changed the ball. 
Soon, Callaway was the fastest growing major golf ball brand in the game. You'd think after such a feat, we sat back and cracked a cold one. No way. Come on, man. That wasn't enough. Instead, our engineers set out to achieve the next big thing, a complete reinvention. That's right. We blew it all up and doubled down big time, investing in our Massachusetts ball plant with state-of-the-art machinery and expanding our team of progressive-thinking engineers, all in pursuit of a revolution in golf ball innovation. So, here we are, a new Chrome Soft with game-changing distance, incredible feel, and exceptional control. Our highest quality and most consistent tour ball imaginable. The new Chromesoft 2020. This ball changes everything. Those who know love heading to St. George, Utah for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What if there was a Scottsdale-style golf resort in St. George where you can stay and play? And what if you could own your own residence there? Well, now there is. Introducing Black Desert Resort at Entrada. The second and final chapter of the Entrada Vision offers a full community with exceptional amenities from residential villages, hiking trails through preserved lava flows, spa, world-class dining and shopping, and a Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course. It's literally an outdoor paradise that will strengthen family bonds and make lifelong memories. That's life at Black Desert. Find out how you can stake your claim at blackdesertresort.com blackdesertresort.com exclusive real estate opportunities are available now black desert resort at entrada unlike anything you've experienced before you're listening to real golf radio now back to brian and bob all right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio. And time to turn our attention to the final major championship of the calendar year 2020. And it is a bit strange to have a USGA championship, uh, especially the U.S. Women's Open, being contested in December. But uh, thankfully, uh, it is actually being able to be played. That That's what we have taken away from this, Bob, as we've gone over yep. the stories of the year, that we're just grateful that golf is able to be played. And uh, we're going to get an in-depth look now with our good friend, She's the 2004 U.S. or excuse me, 2004 Women's British Open champion and a correspondent for Golf Channel. Just does a great job and a good friend of ours, Karen Stoppel, joining us right now. Karen, happy holidays. How are you? I'm doing really well, thank you. And it's uh, it is very festive here in Houston, watching all the Christmas decorations go up, and not something I'm used to seeing at a golf championship. <laughs> that's for that's for sure. You know, you oftentimes you'll go into the USGA tent and do a little shopping, and you're not usually thinking Christmas because it's middle of the summer. <laughs> that's so true. Um, but now I might have to think about that. Get that, get that commemorative uh, Christmas ornament. I'm sure they're selling one, so you'll have to do that. Well, that's. I'll have to make my way to the to the merchandise area. I've been too busy, so I've been busy working, and which is probably what I should be doing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So get, fill us in. Uh, here we are, and as we speak, in the middle of the second round, uh, give us the 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 scene, I guess, if you will, of, of what you've seen so far. Well, well, I mean, it's amazing, really. I mean, obviously, you know, the, the first look at are, are the two golf courses, and uh, they are quite different. Uh, the USGA has done a, a fabulous uh, job in, in trying to uh, make the conditions quite similar on, on both of the, of the two courses, and they've only made it so that there's 79-yard difference in length between the two courses, the, the Cypress Creek course and the Jack Rabbit 
golf course. Now, Jackrabbit has smaller greens. It's, as I said, 79 yards shorter um, than, than Cypress Creek that has greens that are about 3,000 square feet bigger. But in general, um, you're, you're seeing a really good test of golf. And I, I rode around the course early Thursday morning before play even began. And even though there are no spectators here, um, the, the, the feel from just driving around this golf course, the way a US, US, the way the USGA sets it up, really, um, it felt intense already. You know, because this is the major. This is the major that, that all the women want to win. It's, it's the biggest one in women's golf, and and honestly, you could you could feel the tension. I mean, the fact that there's nobody here watching really doesn't take anything away from that. And all credit to the USGA and the Champions Golf Club here in Houston for having two courses and for getting them and being able to get them both ready to play. Um, just remarkable, really. You know, this is this is a, a venue there in Houston, uh, the Champions Club, that uh, has had a lot of um, major championships. It's had Ryder Cup. You know, there's a lot of history with this golf course. What are the women saying about this golf, the golf courses, and and the excitement about being there this week? Well, I I think that we have a, a number of players from Texas in the field that are, are really enjoying being you know playing the U.S. Women's Open in their home state. But apart from that, um, I think everybody is just obsessed by how big the greens are on the Cypress Creek course, how undulating they are, and and what absolutely amazing condition this course is in you know given the fact that we are here in December um, you've got some dormant Bermuda rough that the players have to deal with obviously in the summer when this would have been held then it would have been really thick and lush and, and really quite penal but right now it's it's mani- manageable but still enough of a test I think the players are just really excited that, that they're able to play I think it's been a challenge um, having to learn two golf courses at a major championship. I mean, most of the most of the players that have an LPGA Tour card um, would have gone through Q School uh, a number of years ago, and they would have used two golf courses there. So they would have had to prepare for that as well. But but this is a slightly different test. Uh, the way a USGA, way the USGA sets up the course, and it's just a challenge all round. And uh, the weather today, we've been fairly lucky for this second round. Um, it's had, we've had a little bit of a shower. It's been a bit overcast and a bit dull. Um, but we haven't had the thunderstorms that were forecast, and we're hoping that by uh, by playing earlier today that that there will be no more delays. So fingers crossed, right? Yeah, for sure. Karen Stubbles joining us uh, here from Houston and the U.S. Women's Open. You know, one of the things often discussed at majors is uh, who gets the the luck of the draw. You know, the whether you go mm-hmm. early, late, or late early. In this scenario, you have two golf courses in play. Does there appear to be? Uh, an advantage one way or the other, depending on which course you got slated to first? Uh, well, I've, I've said this before, that, that I really firmly believe, I mean, you, you would think that maybe you could get into a role play in Cypress Creek if you were to play that on the second you know, second time round. You play three, you've got three final rounds on Cypress. I, my personal feeling is that it would be good to play the Jackrabbit course today, the second round, because that way... You get to see where the holes are located. You get to see where the flags are. You get to prepare for it. You get to, to have an, an inside information because I guarantee that every player in this field has given Cypress Creek more attention than Jack Rabbit because you're only playing one round on Jack Rabbit. Therefore, they won't have worked quite as hard on figuring out the greens or figuring out the locations or figuring out a game plan. So by playing it on the second day, you get a heads up on what you need to do. Mm. And I feel like that's a huge advantage. You know, it's pretty interesting. You've, you've got some 
um, some players uh, from from uh, Europe and the United States that are playing well this week. Some that aren't playing so well that are kind of kind of a shock. But you've got two <laughs> amateurs that are in the top four right now, partway through the second round. That's that's got to be pretty exciting. It is because uh, it was a long time since Catherine Lacoste, uh, the only amateur to, to win the U.S. Women's Open, last one. I mean, I think it was somewhere back in the 60s, 67, 69, something like that. And uh, we've had a few near misses uh, along the way. I, I think to Jenny Shishira born in 98 to see Park. And, and then you think back to 2005 when you have Brittany Lang and uh, and Morgan Pressel, both with a really good shout at, at uh taking home the, the trophy but but uh, those last three were, were all beaten eventually um, but the more amateurs that you have near the top of a leaderboard the greater your chances are that one of them might actually perform what may seem impossible um, and it would be uh, quite a dream come true I should imagine should that happen? Yeah, no doubt. Uh, there, it is fun to watch the amateurs being up there and being able to compete. Um, let's talk about some of the bigger names coming in. You know, so, some of the expectations around the, the, the you know, Stacy Lewis and and uh, you know uh, some of the others that have ha- got a lot of attention. This year has been so tough, Karen, to be able to follow any kind of momentum it, because it's been so yeah. broken up and changed. Can you tell, is there some, you know, among the big names that people recognize, any of them coming in with more momentum or any kind of momentum this week? It, it's a strange, it's a strange one. I mean, I, I think that uh, somebody like Danielle Kang, I, I really feel like she still has some good momentum. She had a couple of wins early in the season, but that was early in the season. But uh, she's such a competitor. I feel like she has some. Uh, you think about, you, you know, your traditional uh U.S. Open, top of the leaderboard names like Inby Park. Uh, she definitely had uh, some momentum coming in. She played well last week in Dallas and has a win this season on the LPGA. Uh, Lexi Thompson, I mean, she, she's won in the last 12 seasons on tour. Um, and so she's she should have that kind of form, but she's, she's been really struggling really since coming back from COVID, hasn't really uh, had her A game. And, and this week, again, she's, she's struggling to find, uh, find what it takes in spite of having uh, Tim Tucker... Uh, Bryson DeChambeau's caddy on the bag this week. So she's somebody who I was expecting to really contend this week because I felt like this golf course would really suit her. But I think sometimes uh, a player that is uh, one of the favourites, the level of their expectations on themselves and their own performance increases and it makes it very hard to perform uh, when your expectations are so high. What about the Corda sisters? Um, They've had a lot of success in the last few years. Uh, this has kind of been kind of a as we've talked about with COVID and upheaval year. What 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 are your thoughts about them and uh, can they get back in the mix? Well, Nelly Nelly's coming off an injury, and uh, it's always very difficult to say you know how that's going to play out. Uh, Jessica played really well last week, hit the ball tremendously in Dallas, uh, really good quality ball striking, and, and that's something that that both the sisters share. I mean, in terms of hitting quality shots, that they have all of that uh, going for them. Just whether they can get the ball in the hole um, efficiently. Um, they're not uh, the top of the leaderboard right now, but as US Opens go, anything can happen. I think Nelly might be a little too far out. The cut looks like it's going to be somewhere around uh, three, three to four over par. It's only top 60 in ties, so uh, you've got to get yourself in that top 60 if you want to be playing. 
You Karen, bet. Yeah, Karen Stupple's joining us, uh, kind enough to spend some time from Houston. Hey, Karen, before we let you go, uh, and we really appreciate you giving us an inside look at the U.S. Women's Open. We're excited to see how that finishes up this weekend. But we, we've been talking about some of the top stories of 2020, and one that got a lot of attention earlier in the show is Bryson DeChambeau and his uh, attack on distance and what he did with his body this year, certainly coming off of a, a big win at the U.S. Open at Winged Foot. What's your takeaway with Bryson and his experiments um, and the way it's really accelerated the distance conversation in the game? You know, I'm smiling because, um, <laughs> yes, I mean, it's, I mean, there's a huge debate, you know, with regards what the governing body should do um, with the distance and, and keeping integrity of old traditional golf courses and, and you know, making them still, still rele- keeping them relevant. But... Um, from my perspective with Bryson, I mean, my goodness, that man has worked so hard to do what he's done. I mean, it, it, you know, words kind of almost fail me to describe exactly how hard he's had to work. I mean, he's, one, you know, he's completely transformed his body. But in the process, he's completely transformed his golf swing too to use his extra bulk and his extra muscle and the extra speed that he's got efficiently to gain the maximum amount of punch on his golf ball. And that takes a lot of gut to take something that was already working, that was already in good order, that wasn't necessarily short, it was still good, and turn it into uh, full beast mode, really, uh, and run the risk of losing everything in a quest for a bit of extra, in, in a quest for not just a bit, I suppose, but a lot of distance. He's, I mean, that's just a huge leap of faith and, and belief in, in his ability and the work yeah. ethic, and I think in his mind, the science behind how it all works. And, you know, how can you not admire that? I mean, if you, if you take everything out of the equation in terms of, you know, what it's doing to the golf courses and, you know, the relevancy of that and everything else, and it's just what he's done to achieve is just amazing. And, and now he's kind of opened that door. Everybody's going to be chasing it, but not everybody will be able to achieve it because not every, everybody's going to have his discipline or his drive or his belief. That's going to be the difference maker. And some yep. talent in there to be able to swing that hard and still hit it on the golf yeah. course. <laughs> yeah, keep it yeah. on the course. Exactly. <laughs> Which is amazing. Yeah. Uh, really good insight. Great take on that. Uh, finally, uh, what uh, best Christmas gift for the golfer, maybe best gift you've received um, from, uh, from a golf standpoint for the holidays? Ooh, that's a really hard one because my life revolves around baseball now for my son. Um, <laughs> So, uh, I mean, and I'm thinking all kind of like launch monitors and things like that. I mean, I would think any kind of launch monitor or tracking or a new rangefinder would be really very cool. But and I, I think I think that those, um, you know, flight scopes or anything like that is totally cool because in this day with COVID still going on and golf courses and, you know, what, what's happening in the world, I think that you can set up a nice little net in your, in your back garden and you can have your flight scope on and you can just... M- you know, get all your numbers crushed in there quite nicely. You can uh, work on it that way. I think that there's a, a a nice little avenue in that. Brilliant. If money awesome. was no object. Yeah, no. Nope. Like yeah, yeah. If money is, if, and if money's no object, 
you build your own little golf indoor studio <laughs> thing with a with a, you know, with yep. a monitor. And, yeah, that's exactly. next level. That's next level right there for sure. I know that's <laughs> lottery winning stuff. Awesome. Hey, uh, Karen, thanks so much for your time. We really appreciate it. It's always fun to talk golf with you, and uh, we'll be watching your coverage of the U.S. Women's Open this weekend on uh, Golf Channel and NBC. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Happy holidays. Happy holidays you. to you. Karen Stupples, 2004 Women's British Open champion, as well as Golf Channel and NBC correspondent. We'll take a short break. We'll continue next right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. Hotel Park City, along with the Spa and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, are open. Parents were tired, forced into homeschooling, juggling work at home and kids at home. Well, take a staycation and escape to Hotel Park City. The pool's open, fitness center, bandanas grill, Ruth's Chris, the spa, and the golf course. From suites and the cottages that offer private hot tubs on the balcony and three fireplaces, you got to get away. To Hotel Park City, call 435-940-5077. That's 435-940-5077 for reservations today. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. 
All right, that's going to do it for us. Thanks so much to Karen Stupples for stopping by from Houston, giving us a little inside look at the U.S. Women's Open. That'll be going on all weekend on NBC and Golf Channel. And also America's favorite caddy in hour number one. If you missed any part of the show, download it at your favorite podcast site. Follow us on Twitter at Real Golf and join the conversation. Let us know what you think. For our producer, Dave Glauser and Bob Casper, I'm Brian Taylor. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy the weekend. Happy holidays. A 2020 finale of Real Golf Radio next week. We'll see you then. Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our website at realgolfradio.com. It's been real. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network.